the studios of WFAN. This is Mike Zahn, Francesca on the fan on this Tuesday, the 26th day of September. A lot going on, and we just uh, opened the show with this FBI case, which will be a bombshell. And hadn't heard anything about it, and then someone says to me, do you know about this FBI case this morning? I said, send it to me. They sent it to me. And I'm like, wow. So in the car, because CNBC asked me to go on uh, the uh, – 12 o'clock show, which I love those guys. I watch them all the time because I, you know, as someone who likes to uh, invest in, in stocks, I, I like to follow those guys because they're really good. And they asked me to go on that show, so I went on for a couple of minutes just to talk about the bigger picture of this. And so I spoke to a couple of the coaches, you know, a couple of prominent coaches I know who aren't involved. And they told me, one even told me that his phone had been wiretapped during this thing. He wasn't involved, but his phone was wiretapped. That some prominent coaches knew their phones were being wiretapped. And what happened here is they charged 10 guys, and it deals with basically the idea, what else? Buying players, funneling money from assistant coaches to, you know, controlling players from basically from before they go to college to when they finish college to when they go to the NBA to when they go to, you know, to what sneaker company they sign with and all that. The coaches named in the document are uh, assistant coaches, uh, Auburn's Chuck Person, Oklahoma State's Lamont Evans, Arizona's Emmanuel uh, Richardson, known as Book Richardson, and USC's Tony Bland. Uh, This is, there are 10 people in all, including an Adidas executive. My understanding one of the coaches told me that they had heard that this was started by a fund guy, Wall Street fund guy who operates a fund who was pinched by the feds for something he did. And he said, hey, does it lessen my load if I throw you something? They said, well, it depends what it is. He threw him this. He knew about this. He threw it to him lock, stock, and barrel. And they even said when I was in the office getting ready for the show, the guy, the FBI guy said, we had an informant, and then we put two people in undercover. Their informant, it turned out, was a guy they had pinched on a fun thing, according to one very prominent coach. So this will send absolute shockwaves through college basketball. And it's something we've talked about all the time, folks. We can't be surprised. And I'm just as big a phony as everybody else because I know this system is bad. We all know this system is corrupt. Every one of us knows it. Big money has permeated it and decayed it a long time ago. The competition is phenomenal for these players. From the times they're 12 years old and, and, and where AAU teams and travel teams supersede high schools to where the coach doesn't have any control and some guy on the street, and you get a good player at 12, and you know what he is? He's a property. He's money. And somebody's going to make a buck on him, sending him here. Then somebody's going to make a buck on him, sending him here. And somebody's going to make a buck on him, sending him here. And they pass him along the line if he's good enough. And that's how this game is played. And it's an ugly game. And we all know it. And then we watch the NCAA tournament. And we all, you know, we have fun with it. And we don't care about what goes on underneath it. But the underneath part of this has been ugly for a long time. And listen, let's not, college football is a different system than college basketball. Done differently. Run differently. Run differently on the relationship with the league to the, to, to the colleges. Run differently as far as the system in college versus the system in the NBA for colleges about one and done, which is a system that has to change. It's a bad system. But the bottom line is we all know the same thing. 
that there's no way to put the genie back in the bottle. This is a billion-dollar industry. Coaches get paid a fortune. There's riches for the great players. The schools, some schools are making, you got schools making $25, 30000000 million a year just from their cable TV rights. Their TV packages, the amount of money fun, funneled in, forget what they get from other places. So the competition for players is so enormous. To fill your building, to get in the NCAA tournament, to produce winning teams, and it's a system that all the way along has just gotten bigger and bigger and more out of control. So we can all act like we're shocked by this, but are we really? The answer's no. We're not shocked by any of this. And the NCAA can act like they are. They're not shocked by any of this. They act holier than now, and they put somebody, you know, on. See, this is what's always been so phony about the NCAA. They'll slap down somebody who doesn't cheat, like a Rick Majerus, and hit him when he pays for Van Horn to go home for his father's funeral and then bring him in that that's an illegal inducement that you paid for him to go home for his father's funeral instead of going after somebody who's actually buying players with cash. That's how stupid that whole and, and corrupt that whole system is. They've always looked at it and tried to be sanctimonious and like they don't see it, but they do see it. So do I have answers to fix the system? No. Am I telling you that every school's cheating? No. Does cheating go on? We all know it does. When there's competition, when coaches get paid and hired and fired for winning and getting to NCAA tournaments and winning championships and having exciting teams and players move along into the NBA or into agents' hands, hey, agents, you don't think that's competition for them to land players? So now they get their hooks into the players as soon as they possibly can. And how do they do it? By hooking in with the people, whether it's the AAU coach, an assistant coach, somebody who's a street guy who handles a player, all the way up the line. So we know this stuff goes on. So are any of us shocked by it? No. But when the FBI gets in and you get this kind of thing on the, you know, a couple of weeks before the start of practice for college basketball, it is ugly. Now, there are also uh, other schools that are in the report and have been cited in a couple of places. I am not comfortable yet to, because the guy on TV who gave the FBI account did not mention them. So I'm not mentioning them. They have been mentioned in a couple of places. They're two pretty prominent schools. One exceedingly, one pretty I'm talking about from a basketball standpoint, more so from the other one from a football standpoint. But they're two prominent schools, and they have been cited in other places. They were not cited in this account according to the FBI, so I'm not going to cite them until further notice. Okay? So that's where we are uh, with that right now. Um, we tried to get John Matter on today. He did make a public email stating that he was unhappy with Beckham's actions, and that he will deal with it internally. We asked them to come on the show. They said he wasn't available, not surprisingly. That's at least a step in the right direction. Now, what that means, I don't know. And whether it means anything but lip service, we don't know. But that's where we are as, as far as that is concerned. And before we open up, and I know we're going to get a lot 
and we'll get a lot more in on uh, the whole thing with the NFL and the president. We didn't finish that yesterday. We'll get the stuff about the Giants. We really gave short shift to the Jets yesterday, who should be commended for their performance. We didn't even get to Carmelo and the trade. We'll get to that a little bit. Uh, we have to hit on these things, so we welcome talk on all of them because we didn't get to all of them. Um, Ron Darling will be in studio with Toos. We'll do some baseball with him. Congratulations to the Yankees. We'll be in the wild card game against Minnesota next Tuesday. I guess, I, I guess they're still mathematically alive against the Red Sox, but let's be real. Um, and congratulations to Judge on his uh, brilliant performance and his 50 home runs. Uh, so we have that too. So that's where we are right now on this uh, very busy Tuesday. I have some more thoughts on the NFL stuff and the National Anthem stuff, but we'll take this one at a time. We'll take it first on this breaking story. Uh, I will give you a couple of statements here, and then we'll break and we'll get some calls in on it. It says here, federal prosecutors have announced the charges of fraud and corruption against 10 people involved in college basketball, including assistant coaches at Arizona, Auburn, Oklahoma State, and USC. Uh, Auburn's Chuck Person, who was a very big player, as you know, and a pro. Oklahoma State's Lamont Evans, Arizona's Emmanuel Book Richardson, and USC's Tony Bland. Um, Now, other people charged in the Manhattan court include managers, financial advisors, and representatives of uh, Adidas. All the NCAA would said is, uh, here's what Gail Dent from the NCAA said, nothing on this end will let you know if that changes. That's great. That's it. The FBI rocks your world and, oh, no, we don't have anything. Sorry. That's because the NCAA always hides behind. We don't have subpoena power. And, you know, that's why when they get mad, you know, at Kentucky, they would go put UNLV on probation some more. Or get mad at, you know, uh, somebody else and go put some little school on probation. So the, the idea is, you know what, they've always been very selective in their process. That's, that's the point through the years. Uh, and others named in the documents include James Gatto, Director of Global Marketing at Adidas. Uh, Mer- Merle Code, who recently left Nike for Adidas. Christian Dawkins, an NBA agent. Um, and a couple other guys whose names wouldn't mean anything to you, okay? Um, The sealed FBI complaint refers to other schools. Now, since ESPN has done this, I'll say it. The FBI complaint against Gatto and others includes a reference to public research university located in Kentucky. Sources told ESPN that that school is Louisville. The complaint says the school has an enrollment. Basically, the word is it's Louisville. And the other one mentioned was Miami. Those are the two that had been mentioned other than the four. Those are the two schools. So that that was the two that were mentioned. And since they have been in the story, I'll, I'll, I'll give you the two of them. That's the two. Um, and that's where we are. So, again, um, these were not... Small payments. Court documents state that Gatto, Code, Dawkins, Augustine, and Sood allegedly made bribes to at least three high school players and their families. One situation involved $100,000 to commit to play at an Adidas-sponsored school. The second involved payments to commit to a certain school and then retain Dawkins services afterwards. The third involved as much as $150,000 to attend an Adidas-sponsored school, sign with Dawkins, and then also sign with Adidas. There was bribe money. There was payment made. They have uh, documents. They have undercover people they put in place, and they have wiretaps. And one prominent coach told me he knew, who is not 
mentioned in the indictment, told me he knew he had been wiretapped and was being wiretapped by the FBI. So that's what rocks the world of college basketball today. We'll get everything rolling right after this.